Well, good morning. Welcome to Morning Java. Brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market where they're open for business and you can go there and drown your sorrows as if the week wasn't miserable enough already with the, the football team uh, doing that terrible thing that they did Sunday. The hockey team had a... You know, Dave, it was just a bad third period, really, right? Well, it wasn't just a bad third period, but, I mean, they did some good things, uh, certainly over over the course of the first two. Uh, you know, there were some major issues, you know, the penalty kill in the first period, giving up two goals. Uh, but, you know, five on five, uh, they were pretty good. Uh, there were times when they seemed resilient. They twice uh, came back from deficits to tie the game. But then they, they really unraveled in the final 15 minutes or so. Based on what what you'd seen of the team uh, in training camp, and, and I was there a day myself, how uh, how much does that weigh into this? And I understand they and the Flyers had the same amount of days and everything else here, but I, I'm sure that all teams aren't affected the same, the same way. Um, I, I don't know that I would put all that much of it on the training camp. I mean, for some guys, like Mike Matheson had some really rough night or moments tonight. You don't say. <laughs> and I, I think at least some of that can be attributed to coming to a new team, that sort of thing. Uh, but the uh, wretched performance by just about all of their centermen on face-offs, you know, with the exception of Crosby, these guys have been taking face-offs all their lives. I don't think that uh, a lack of work on them in training camp no as uh, much as any excuse no for... as much as you want as much as you can and, and should always recognize that the flyers have really good face-off guys um you know couturier nolan patrick's actually pretty good on draws he's not visible in any other walk of life no. but he, he's good on draws um no the flyers are good but the penguins should not be as bad as they were the flyers aren't that good no team is that good on face-offs, yeah. Yes. Gen generally speaking, you're you're doing something. Look, put it this way: when you're getting your clock cleaned that much on draws, uh, at some point or other during the game, just say heck with it. Yeah. I'm just going to play for a tie on this draw. I'm yeah. just going to stick my leg in here, and that guy's not going to win it either. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty remarkable. Crosby was the, their only center to win more than one face-off in the first 40 minutes. Yeah, that's that, hard to that, do. That's a pretty remarkable statistic. Uh, but overall, anything at all that they can take from it, though? Um, I thought they got a pretty solid performance out of a third line. And, you know, that was uh, something that was woefully lacking last year. Yeah. Um, I thought McCann and, and Jankowski and Tanev acquitted themselves pretty well. Obviously, All they, three of them. They, yeah, they scored All three two individually, goals. too. Yep. Uh, you know, they had some mistakes. McCann had a pretty uh, bad giveaway mm -hmm. um, you know I, they, they, it's a game of mistakes and so everybody contributed tonight they, <laughs> they, they, uh, they all did their part um, but no I, I thought the third line played pretty well I, I don't think Tristan Jari played as bad as his goals against average in this game is going to suggest especially the first couple of power play goals Philadelphia got there was nothing he could do about um, he did give up a few that I think he will Of course, he wants to have them back. Every goal he wants to have back, every goal he gives up. But uh, there were a few that I think he could, he might stop. Under if anything, honestly, Dave, I, I came away, like, p 
pleasantly surprised by some facets of the Penguins' play. Uh, I'm still a little too close and too raw with the football thing to not see a parallel between, well, if it wasn't for the center snapping the ball over the quarterback's head and the three interceptions in the first mm. quarter, but, you know, mm. uh, those things did happen, and the Penguins' major defensive lapses did happen. Uh, they did, and uh, some of them there's really no good excuse for. I mean, James Van Riemsdyk is, is good in front of the net, but Mike Matheson on the first goal simply got completely outmaneuvered by him. Uh, Flyers got a goal when Jake Densel was slow to on the back check. Um, those are, you know, errors that you shouldn't be making and that you certainly can't afford to make against a, a good team, which uh, the Flyers certainly are. When you when you think of uh, Sid and Gino uh, and and going back to the series against Montreal and then going back to the latter part of, of last season, is there an almost unrealistic expectation that they're just going to stay great forever or when they aren't great that, oh no, that's it? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not referring to this game. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I can't really say what the public perception is, but nobody's great forever. No. Um, if that, if they were, then, you know, the Penguins' first line center tonight would have been Mario Lemieux. Um, I, I don't think... Uh, Having his ankles whacked by Bobby Clark the whole way up the yeah. ice, by the way. <laughs> um... I don't think that uh, either of those guys is over the hill yet. The certainly the goal that Crosby scored tonight. I think it's going to might be a goal of the year candidate, even though it uh, happened in you know the uh, second period of the first game on the NHL schedule. Um, but you know, time does catch up with everybody, and, and even the best players aren't going to be at their best every night. So. I guess that's it's it, it feels like they've kind of crossed into that that territory where you know and you, you've seen it you know with not so much Mario but you know humans you you've seen it with 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 people who uh, they'll they'll just get to a point where every time they don't look good or they go through a slump instead of just saying they're going through a slump you say oh no. Well, I mean, everybody does hit the wall if they stay in the game long enough mm -hmm. where they just can't do it anymore. And so I guess if you're pessimistic by nature, you, you might interpret every little hiccup uh, that an older player runs into as possibly, you know, the first step down that road to uh, lack of productivity. Um, I don't of whatever problems the Penguins have right now, though. I, I don't think that uh, a uh, drop off the cliff for Crosby or Malkin is uh, that's too not high a, on the list. Yeah, that's not that's not imminent. Um, and as far as this game goes, you mentioned Sid's goal. I mean, Carter Hart helped him out a little bit, but he's still... Yeah, but he's still... <laughs> he knocked the puck out of the air and then not only and then scored with one hand, he flipped it over 
hard stick yeah, with one hand. If he had just pushed it toward the net with one hand, it would have been stopped. Yeah, he's, he's it was pretty, a pretty good. Amazing. Yeah, he's, sequence. he's he's pretty good. That's why I was making the distinction here. There wasn't just I wasn't asking about this game. It's just a general thing. Seeing them back on the ice again, all eyes are always on them. Uh, Malkin had moments in the game. Uh, I thought some of them were not good moments. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that could be said in general about the about the top two lines. Um, I, you know, if you're talking after the game, whether it's fair or not, that that the Mark Jankowski line was probably by far. Oh yeah, I, your I best line, best like not not close. Yeah. Uh, and that the next best line, at least in, in my estimation, I don't know if you agree, I, I thought the Bluger line had its own moments. You um, know, certainly with possession and being aggressive. Yeah. yeah um, okay, it wasn't. They weren't great. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Bluger was had another really tough night on face-offs. That's, that's part yeah, of his game. Yeah, I know. We can't get, can't get past that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's... That's part of the game. Yeah, it's a part just, of the game that he has to improve at. It's just they don't they don't feel like the Penguins until you have the main 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 guys, you know, getting to where they're supposed to be. Fair enough. Every game, uh, every period, every goal, every decision that a head coach makes in an abbreviated season is magnified. There's only 55 games left on the schedule now. Um, swinging back to the, the stuff about Matheson, and we didn't even mention Cody Cece, who <laughs> wasn't exactly pulling <laughs> anybody over up there uh, either. Um, A, if you're Mike Sullivan, do you put Pedersen back with Marino and stop messing with a good thing and then just say, you know what, we have a lousy third pairing and we're just not going to play them very much, or something else. I don't think even in a shortened season that you cut yourself down to essentially two pairings this early. I, I think I you know, would be inclined to, well, first of all, I wouldn't have taken Pedersen away from Marino. To Why did you do that? I think it was an experiment. I, I don't do have you, any, or do you think he was just trying to cover for the guy? Especially in camp, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. I, it, it just um, felt like the moment he did it, it felt like they were trying to find a way to cover for Matheson. Like, you know, it's like here we'll put you with this kid because this kid's just gold and he mm -hmm. never makes any mistakes. Well, guess what? If you put him with a a partner like that, you know, Marino didn't look so good either. No, um, but again, you know, it was it was training camp. I have no problem with experimenting, and you know, if they go fifty-five and one, I, I think that you know their uh, failings in this game will, will be overlooked. Uh, you know, a hundred and ten-point season wouldn't be bad. No, I just uh, think in general, though, what you have to what you have to be aware of, if you're Sullivan, is that the amount of time that you want to give to any decision that you've made, whether it's Mathis and CC or whether it's forward lines or even it's just strategical stuff, that, that everything has to happen faster. 
Oh, certainly, but, you know, it, it's only one game, and, and there actually was at least one point in the game tonight when he did have Pedersen back with Marino. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I saw that, but I couldn't tell if that was just a, a happenstance thing. Uh, because... Yeah, I, I don't think. I, I thought they were, they were on by design, um, and definitely uh, Matheson seemed to be left off of one of the penalty kills. Imagine. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I won't be shocked if on Friday they go back to Matheson and CC from the, the start of the game and allow Pedersen to go back with Marino. Um, but again, while it's a shortened season and, you know, the importance of every game is magnified um, in the grand scheme of things, the first game of the season yeah, I know. really shouldn't I make know, that but I don't want to, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to bury him, and I don't, I don't even necessarily suggest that you do something all that different for the next game on Friday night. I just think it's, you, you have to enter enter the season with an approach and a mindset that you can't stick with what isn't working for very long. You can't say, well, this we're just going to give them through October, you know, mm. so to speak, to see how they're going to do. Um, it, it's it's not going to fly. And I, 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 I think that holds true of a lot of different things um, as it relates to this team. And I, I just hope that he's flexible enough that let's say, for example, repeating here, not burying anybody here or whatever, okay? But, you know, we just walked out of the building. Um, if Matheson and or CeCe aren't it, you have defensemen. You, they have capable replacements. There's, and there's I no dare say that if they, if they had used those guys in this game, with their familiarity and their experience in the team, they, they don't lose this game. Um, you know, hypothetical, so we'll, we'll never know. It's, you know, it's certainly plausible that, mm -hmm. that it would have worked out well. But, but is that the th know, right thing but, for the long term? Right. Yeah, 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 I mean, you right, certainly right, right. don't pass judgment on Matheson <clears throat> and Cece after 60 <clears throat> minutes. No. Um, no, I agree with that. I'm just saying that whatever it is that comes about, that I, I just hope that he doesn't say, you know, or he and or Rutherford don't say, well, all right, well, we just traded Patrick Hornquist for this guy, mm -hmm. so he's got to play no matter what. No, but, uh, well, you know, while the short the, the schedule is shorter, you know, the time needed to develop chemistry between partners yes. isn't necessarily accelerated. Uh, Which Marino fact, no. acknowledged after the game, to his credit, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it uh, you know. Even though there are fewer games, you know, there are some things that, that can't be accelerated. That doesn't mean that that Matheson and Marino would ever become an effective pairing, but they, they wouldn't do it any faster just because it, it's a, a shorter than usual season.